Welcome to this first installment of the special guidebook edition of the podcast, Organizational Culture and Climate. The special edition podcast brings parts organizational change supporting our children and families guidebook to life. I'm your host, Yvonne Brady. The Organisational Change Guidebook highlights four factors that have the potential to affect child and family outcomes. Organisational culture and climate, change management, leadership and organisational learning. Organisational culture and climate an important factor in child and family outcomes. Although organisational culture and climate are rarely discussed in the context of child welfare organisational development, the two concepts are key factors that influence the well-being of child welfare practitioners as well as child and family outcomes. The way in which child welfare practitioners perceive the social environment of their workplace has an important influence on how they manage their workload, daily stressors, and team and supervisory dynamics. Child welfare practice is defined by constant decision-making. In order to maintain clear decision-making processes, child welfare organisations and practitioners need to consider the impacts of organisational noise. Understanding and purposefully transforming organisational culture and climate is challenging. However, developing the skills needed to address issues related to organisational culture and climate are crucial as they can promote or obstruct the adoption of best practices, strengthen or weaken adherence to established protocols, and can support or weaken the relationship between child welfare practitioners and the children and families they serve. What are organisational culture and climate? Organisational culture consists of deeply rooted patterns of shared assumptions, values and beliefs of the groups or teams that make up an organisation. Organisational culture is both a product and a process related to the distinct environments that affect each organisation. The culture of an organisation may include several subcultures. Culture develops within all organisations in response to external influences, facing and solving problems and the integration of new behaviours and practices. Culture is passed on as new individuals and groups join an organisation. The different values, beliefs and assumptions that are shared through organisational cultures are ones that have historically been beneficial for group members, even when they are not viewed as positive for the organisation as a whole. Culture has been referred to as the glue that holds everything together. Language, norms, values, rituals and daily routines form part of a meaningful reality that shapes how and what people do as they work. It is these events and processes that produce and maintain culture. Organisational climate refers to the understanding between the individuals who make up a group or a team about their perceptions of the influence that the workplace environment has upon their well-being and ability to effectively complete tasks. The perception of events is crucial to organisational climate. Perception is unique to each individual's interpretation of their subjective experiences. Links between workplace stress, caseload, and job design have been found to contribute to the organisational climate. While organisational culture is relatively stable, organisational climate is much more temporary and vulnerable to changes in individual perceptions. 
How are organisational culture and climate measured? Tools for assessing the organisational culture and climate of child welfare organisations at a systems level include measures that capture information about both constructive and challenging organisational characteristics. The following illustrate the elements that contribute to overall measures of organisational culture. Proficiency An understanding that the well-being of children and families is of paramount importance. Practitioners are competent and provided with current information about practice. Critical thinking guides decision-making processes. Rigidity The organisation provides little room for practitioner discretion and is highly inflexible. Key decisions are made solely by management and have no place for input by practitioners. The organisation is operated through bureaucracy, rules and regulations. Resistance Stringent methods of providing service Resistance and criticism towards the offering of new methods of practice or strategies to overcome barriers. The following illustrate the elements that contribute to overall measures of organisational climate. Engagement Practitioners feel confident about their ability to effectively support the children and families they serve. Practitioners are committed to their organisation. Practitioners are involved in decision-making processes and organisational development. Functionality Practitioners feel supported by their co-workers, leaders and administration to do good work and fit in with the organisational culture. Stress The perception that individuals feel emotionally exhausted. The perception that individuals are overloaded with responsibilities. The perception that individuals do not have the necessary tools and supports to successfully fulfil their roles. Interventions aimed at promoting organisational culture and climate have been shown to improve overall practitioner experiences of turnover, stress, culture and climate in child welfare organisations. A 2012 study found that children served by child welfare agencies with more engaged organisational climates had greater positive long-term outcomes than children served by child welfare agencies with poor organisational climates, those with higher stress and lower functionality scores. The concepts of organisational culture and climate do not exist in a vacuum, but are related to the idea of individual self-efficacy. Self-efficacy, the belief that a specific course of action will result in a particular outcome, is an important concept in the child welfare literature. There is a strong relationship between effective supervision and a positive organisational culture, as well as individual practitioner self-efficacy. Child welfare practitioners who exhibit positive self-efficacy are more likely to be satisfied with their jobs, as well as having a greater intention to continue working as child welfare practitioners. How to develop and sustain positive organisational culture and climates. At the organisational level. Use organisational culture and climate tools to measure the effectiveness of the environment. 
Implement evidence-informed interventions to improve culture and climate. Encourage innovative thinking. Build, promote and develop resiliency in supervisors. Ensure communication of confidence in organisational ability to create positive change. Promote shared leadership within all levels of the organisation. For example, formal and informal leaders. Support leaders to communicate and reinforce a strong organisational vision, priorities and implementation goals. Recognise the importance of change and utilise change management processes to carry out new programmes and any other form of change. Involve supervisors in decision-making. At the supervisory level. Promote self-efficacy of practitioners. Build resiliency in practitioners. Ensure role clarity and manageable job and programme design. Involve practitioners in decision-making. Work with staff to translate evidence and training into practice, for example, during supervision and team meetings. Empower practitioners to provide individualised services and support. Provide mentoring to new practitioners, utilising observation, feedback, one-to-one consultation and role modelling. At the worker level. Be involved in decision-making. Provide individualised services and support to children and families. Discuss innovative ideas with your team, peers, supervisors and children and families. Utilise evidence-informed practice in practice. You have been listening to the first instalment of the special guidebook edition of the podcast, Organisational Culture and Climate. The podcast is produced by Practice and Research Together, a membership-based organisation that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information about this special edition, the podcast, or Practice and Research Together, please visit www.partcanada.org. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PartEIP. That's P-A-R-T-E-I-P. Thanks for listening.